And we're live. Just got home from the three hours badminton sessions. Pretty tired now. My legs, muscles, my shoulders, pretty worn out. But, but yeah, that's so much fun. A lot of fun, a lot of laughter. I just realized how much I miss playing sports and uh, just be around you know, people large group of people is to compete to push your body to the limit yeah it's yeah it's certainly a lot um you know if kind of realized that we we lacked that uh, community activities and the, the kind of sport in, in our society right now. Like, we just don't get to do it as much like before. You know? like we, we're supposed to, you know, we human are social animals and we are quite active as well. You know, we're supposed to break a sweat and just, just something about you know, doing and compete, doing things together that just bring out a, a smile out of people and yeah I, I miss that one of the insight that I got as an international international students study here abroad in Canada compared to Vietnam is the like the absence of community here in, in, in Canada or in Western societies in general, I guess in the U.S. as well. Because um, even in, I guess you might have, yeah, you have to live here for a long time to be able to know your neighbors. And um, yeah, just where you grew up, but just in a place where a lot of people just travel and yeah, move abroad. It's, it's, it's kind of hard to connect with people and it basically uh, everyone just stay in their home you know, they're not getting out much um, they don't know anybody else so they their life just consists of working getting home yeah maybe have the small l l group of friends or family members but that's about it like you you do lack certain uh, community activities. Um, I think that's, uh, you know, it's, it's the nice thing about ch church. Uh, that's what we'll get to. Yeah, that's the thing that only hold back that's activity that people miss that more than the religion part. Um, because moving on, moving forward with the youngest generations, with access to the internet, yeah, people not gonna, they're not gonna just not gonna believe uh, those, you know, religion as much as before. Uh, they just a, yeah, just a, a awakening, I guess, in a because internet has access to a lot of information, different opinions. But uh, yeah, I do miss um, the community aspect in Vietnam where I grew up 
basically um, we knew people like we knew people around us we knew what's going on with them maybe not not like super on a personal level but you know words just travel through um I guess, uh, yeah, in Vietnam, like, we, we, we will, the, I guess we chit-chat a lot. <laughs> we have time to uh, go to coffee, and and I think um, the main reason for that is, uh, you know, high density, uh, high populations. Everyone just so crowded together, so it's kind of harder to not notice each other compared to here in Canada, for example. Just so much land, and, and everyone just space out, you know, in, in their own uh, crib, you know, in their own home. So, but that's the one thing that's nice about here, though, is that we do have access to. Let's say football, soccer field, um, and you have big field, big land, so that's nice. But yeah, couldn't find enough people to play in that um, that spot, right? Just in Vietnam, if, if there is a a free or you know a big smooth grass field, you bet. Like usually, uh, every afternoon, there's gonna be group of people playing soccer or just doing some kind of activity together and yoga or something like that um, yeah so that's that's the nice thing about here if you do have the network I guess connections to ask people a group of friends to go and play more often like how how exciting it would be if uh, you know we get to play sport basically a lot more often, like a couple times a week, um, and we have an activity together uh, as a community where we join and talk to neighbors and just get to know each other more and share food. Mm. I think, yeah, just the way how society works now, everybody has to work, they're so busy, they're so worn out at the end of the day, there's no more energy to really socialize much anymore. But, but we are, remember, humans are social animals. And I think that's one of the reasons there's so much uh, depressions out there. I mean, Yeah. So I think that's my goal. Um, the, the 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 nice thing about being able to live in uh, different places, go uh, abroad, uh, uh, and go uh, abroad and try, um, yeah, just to see, enjoy different culture, is that you, it's opened your perspective a lot on how, like the, I guess yeah, the culture shape how we live actually in, in Vietnam like I guess it's more now as as, as modernized and people started to uh, you know just follow the trend uh, of the the the, the west there's a lot more isolations especially in the big city 
lot more mental health problems. But I remember when I was a kid, actually, I never really seen like the you know the job like psychiatrist or mental health doctor is or you know a therapy. It's pretty rare. <laughs> I mean, people have friends and family member, and they do talk and they share. And sometimes they're just busy, um, just um, yeah. Maybe I, I was just a kid back then. I didn't notice it, but still, I, I didn't. You know, I didn't see it. A lot of um, the the need for you know psychiatrists or um, yeah counselor uh, mental therapy as much as in society. The society in the Western world here. Yeah. We yeah, we rarely heard any case of depressed people. Yeah, but maybe I just I live in a bubble. Could be yeah, could be in I actually didn't really experience Vietnam as much either. I just stay in just one small city, kinda of similar to where I live now. I never really been to a big city where people have yeah, I think there's a lot more isolation in big cities, uh, for sure. And people are a lot busier, got a lot of things to deal with. Um, one thing I'm excited for the future um, is that you know when, let's say, when we we achieve um, to the point of we can remove labor from our workforce. You know, we have robots to do. Uh, um, the 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 boring tasks, you know, or the time-consuming tasks, just get rid of it. Then we have more time to be creative, you know, to play sport, to, to study art, to draw, to play music. Those are really uh, the things that are worth living for, and just to connect and just socialize with people you know, instead of just stand on like at the factory floor doing just one certain task years and years until you retire. Uh, yeah. So that's a hopeful thing that I'm looking for for the future. Um, with, yeah, with the Tesla bot, maybe, I guess, yeah, that's the most likely now and no one else seems to be really close to have, you know, have the problem solved yet. But hopefully in 10 years we'll have such having and yeah, more and more people will be like, I guess relief. Um, yeah, more opportunity to do more meaningful things, more fun, fun stuff. Um, and And also the way traffic shapes how you build things as well. Uh, this is why like a really, um, it just, it's like a 4D chess that uh, Elon Musk is playing. Um, he, he's just doing so much for societies as a whole, uh, for humanity. Um, so the boring company, this is another company that he uh, he's uh, founded can start to bore tunnels under the ground and will travel that way. It's a lot safer, safer actually to do tunnels 
and uh, so it's safe um like earthquake and if the cars are autonomous then the chance of accident is basically really really low so yeah just the the, the vision of that future is that people can replace road and highway here on the, the the ground for more space for walk street like walking distance communities restaurants um you know and just a street to be able to walk um that's that's what i like about europe and i hope to visit there and maybe try and experience the life there one day um you know some some place like uh it's, it's really walkable you see people walking all the time maybe yeah or they bike um and yeah it's in in uh, what's it called in in italy venice or something like that yeah it's just really walkable and um they grow food there and apparently the food there tastes a lot better too uh, yeah that's um, yeah like imagine if people get more time and more space they can probably grow their own food and that's like in a natural way and yeah we kind of like revert back to the 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 time just before the industrializations uh you know there's no big factories everybody had just a bunch of time on their hand and just take care of animals and raise in a like a healthy way, a sustainable way. They call it regenerative farming. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the problem that we gotta deal with, um, with the with the the way that we do farming and agriculture nowadays as well. It's damaging to the soil. Damaging. It's just uh, damaging to. Uh, the souls of those animals as well, you know, there's like enslaved. Uh, actually, recently um, I've been uh, kind of getting into the watching on YouTube on the, the factories, you know, of mass productions of uh, like uh, cattle or sheep, goats or fish or chickens. Um, I mean, yeah, I watched it before, but just now I, I revisit it, and it's it's actually pretty cool. <laughs> but the, the title is like, oh, amazing factory, something like that. But if you just look from, in a way, it's amazing how the machine, everything, but it's just so cruel. An animal would just get trapped and yeah, enslaved, and um, that's just another problem regarding. Uh, I guess the 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 the, the death. Um, so so people, you know, when you arrive as a grocery store, all the food is available for you. You don't have to kill anything. You don't have to witness uh, the death. Uh, so you don't have. Essentially, you don't get reminded that life is life that comes with uh, you know death. We are all born dying. Basically, so our time is limited. Um, yeah, we we just um, we forgot and we just lost in our, our routine and our the cycle of life, and we just don't appreciate how you know the, the short net of life is, how little time that we have on this earth. 
we don't use it to the fullest you know we don't love all the way um yeah so so the, just the lack of depth in in the society nowadays like a lack of i guess the witness of death can have a dramatic dramatic effect that's why i i i really you know i like to try hunting one day as well just like all the other people do all the successful rich people do and but the, the, the listen to their perspective on that is really um i guess my opening and you know they People tend to say, "Oh, when you sh- you go hunting, you are like a crew." I guess it depends, right? If you hunt wild animal just for fun, uh, a trophy hunter, then it's definitely crew. But if you hunt for food, um, and you'll be able to appreciate it a lot more. Um, you you be able to, you don't waste. You use um, all the parts of the animals. Um, uh, so that is something. Yeah, so another thing I'm looking for. Yeah, so if if people have more times, you know, they can spend time with us while hunting. You know, be being back on uh, to the forest and camping, and yeah, just a lot more time for some activities um, that that we used to do. You know, instead of a, a nine to five job, nine to five life, it's working, it's working life. Working just to survive, live just to survive, yeah, not, not truly live. Uh, yeah, kind of, kind of sad to think about it, but uh, I think a good time will come. Yeah, eventually, technology will allow us to come back, and. Uh, do things that fit more to the, our nature, human nature. And, uh, and talking about human nature, um, I'm probably gonna have to make an episode about that. Uh, yeah, because the ability to understand oneself is the foundation to a fulfilling life. You need to understand yourself, and to understand yourself, you need to understand human nature. Yeah, that's yeah. So that's my uh, reflection for the days, and I do see we have a uh, listener, Thomas. Do you want to get on and talk about your reflection for today? It's because uh, uh, in my show I do have. Um, like a sections for a one-on-one kind of conversation with, uh, you know, with just someone, like a, a listener, and talk about their reflection for the day. Be nice if you can join. I'm gonna invite you now. Come on in. Call in. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Take your time. Uh, yeah, I hope to talk to you. Yeah, so what else?
community in our life. We need more sports. We need more, um, yeah, art, create art. That's the life that I, I strive to have in the future. Actually, this, uh, I guess, role model, this Vietnamese guy that I have just been following. He is, uh, he's uh, pretty successful now. Um, international students well, came to the U.S. And I just created like uh, one of the fastest growing company in the U.S. last year. Uh, fast name of the company. Basically, he's all successful. He purchased like land in, in Texas. And then he, he has a YouTube channel about it, but basically he, he bring animals, he bring live animals, collect uh, animals, like some of the um, zebra or you know, some different animals together. And then his own forest, animal, like deer, hawk, uh, pig, uh, yeah, like hawk, I guess. And, you know, no, alligator or I guess crocodile, and this is the in the lake in the in the, the forest. So it's pretty wild. But uh, yeah, he said so he built the he's building the what's it called the the headquarter there now. So he's moving people there to the headquarter, and um, yeah, he basically just come back to be be a little bit a little farmer you know a hunter when you are already come back to nature so that's um and uh, one of the, I probably won't go that big I just need a farm you know a little farm to raise chicken health live a happy life yes yeah, so the, the way that we raise animals as well is it really affect how the the food quality that we have and uh, our disease we have nowadays mostly it came from the food you know, the gut health is pretty bad um, yeah i myself just get better now but uh, yeah i I, I guess a year and a half um, period of my with gut health. I didn't know any anything about it back then. So the way I eat in Vietnam, a lot of uh, vegetable and, and the, my microbiome built that way. You know, used to the food I eat, the variety, even though a lot of sugar still. But yeah, variety. Of leaf and um, what do I have? Like cereal for breakfast, pancake, just carb, sugar. Like it's just the way that the perspective that you have that you have you can see how different societies, uh, different culture have different. And you compare, like, America, like, you know, the Western society have the highest 
uh, obesity uh, rate. And that is for the reason, uh, for a reason. And people here, they eat um, just all the, the unhealthy food, you know, lacks of variety, just pizza. Just, I mean, don't get me wrong, pizza is nice, but it just, you know, just one thing. Uh, not a lot of variety, like a burger, um, yeah, potato, fries. Yeah, be nice to have like. Yeah, you can grow your own food, grow your own veggie. I guess in a tropical climate, there a lot more variety of plants, so that's a benefit. Better. Yeah, I miss Vietnamese food, man. Miss it a lot. Yeah, that's is the price that I have to pay. Um, going here, studying abroad. Miss out on the culture. Miss miss the the place I grew up in. But yeah, on the flip side, I get to learn. Like um, when you learn another language, you basically live. You have like just another life, like uh, another experience. You learn another language, you learn cultures, and English especially. It just open to the not of the word basically like the whole word because in in let's say if i only know vietnamese i can only read the books in vietnamese only know make it brainwash into you know all those communisms uh, lessons communists i guess yeah so it's, it's, it's been pretty my opening to know English and then started readings online and some of the books just pretty my opening and you can go directly to the source of the author as well right? you don't have to relay on someone else to translate for you and get second-handed uh, like source of material so that's the nice thing about it. But also, nice thing is about knowing different language is that you do have more, your knowledge is more, um, because there is, you know, a, a certain things that there's no words for uh, the, the language, like say the English language to describe. Vietnamese, there, there are, right? So that that is a benefit. You have more um, specific concepts of certain things. Uh, if if you know a lot more language, yeah, kind of obvious, but yeah. <laughs> But yeah, Thomas is still here though. Uh, are you are you active, Thomas? You wanna send me a thumbs up? If if you don't wanna talk, it's okay. But send me a thumbs up. Let me know if you're active. Yeah. 
nothing okay hmm. bitcoin guy huh bitcoin cat nice profile picture well i hope that uh you find something valuable maybe you just uh live with your phone on that's okay at least i have someone to have an, an audience yeah have an audience that's nice so i think i should probably wrap it up soon uh what time is it now 11 24 and i've been rambling on for 28 minutes 28 minutes well if, if someone's listening back uh from the future um i do hope that uh you know this gives you some reflection to think to, to some things to think about you know maybe yeah trying to adjust some of your lifestyles try to do things new things and then, yeah do go out do something with people join do sport you know it's, it's a win-win situations in my opinions you you get fun and it's pretty beneficial too you get healthy drink more water get active gets your system running heart beating fast you must get to um, stretch you know get to put on, under pressure your bone density probably get better uh, so yeah you'll be a lot more it's functional is, is the way I guess Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bad badminton is pretty awesome, though. I think it's pretty uh, low risk sport. It's pretty uh, uh, intensive. Yeah. I, I don't really like soccer much. Yeah, there's a risk of break a leg or break a an arm or something like that. Badminton is relatively safe. But you gotta watch out for the eye though. The eyes is scary. But I do wear glasses, so I don't mind much. But um, there's a story, this coworker of my mom. Um, so he, he played badminton. He was um, standing in front. And then when the the birdie flew flow in the back, uh, the the other partner you know hit the buddy and then at the same time that he turned back to look and the buddy just hit straight to his eye damages his eye and reduce his vision so that's the risk of badminton yeah yeah and maybe getting hit uh with the racket yeah that's another risk or falling, I guess. Yeah, but uh, it's a lot more low risk than like, aesthetic football. A lot less damaging. Soccer is scary as well. Soccer is fun though. And like, have you tried just run along the ball, just a couple round around the field, and then that's can test your endurance for sure. Like, it just. Yeah, I do miss playing soccer with my friends. 
I don't think I play soccer. The amount of time I play soccer here in Canada can probably count on my fingers. Yeah. But um, back in Vietnam, in middle school, yeah, we would uh, have to rent. So in Vietnam, we don't have a lot of space to play soccer, right? And then they have this uh, the feel with the artificial artificial grass. Yeah, I think yeah. And um, the 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 dirt make up uh, rubber from probably from the tire. So, but that it was pretty hot, uh, like pretty. Uh, I guess yeah, it was hot or, or popular when that kind of business model first arrived. So you have a big piece of land, make that, and you can rent out. The price equivalent would be like a hundred bucks here an hour. Yeah, so each people chip in, you know, if you have a team of 10, then you just chip in 10 bucks each. And just have, yeah, an hour of playing. It's plenty, plenty for you to run and then get substitute. <laughs> and you try playing soccer like that and you you have a lot more, like, uh, respect for some of the soccer players that run 90 minutes. It's crazy. Amount of enduring those guy yeah has. Yeah, man, I do really hope that the COVID situation will be gone soon. At least get better, you know, get it under control. Uh, there's gonna be a lot of effect a lot of uh, consequences from this lockdown that we're going to have to deal with for the coming years. Yeah. So much suffering out there. So, like in Vietnam right now, <laughs> they got hit pretty hard. And then there's some people that, you know, they basically live paycheck to paycheck. And they have to lock down get locked down, basically no food, and they would have to, no money for rent, and they decided to, just have to escape the big city, right? they drove, on motorcycle, back to, like their hometown, like, that probably like, this, yeah, like, like you know, a thousand kilometer trip, on a motorcycle, family on just you know, holding small babies, pack stops, just get, and then they get blocked midway. You know, people are not letting them them through because they're trying to lock down the whole city and such. So, a lot of unfortunate things that are happening out there in the world situation in after Afghanistan as well war even though in the 21st century now there's still war cannot achieve global peace yet well another thing of human nature is we tend to be you know, we need war in the sense 
we need like conflicts. So I guess, you know, that's when sport came in handy, you know, when uh, in peace time, people can release their energy and sometimes frustration now into the sport, the hunting, and yeah, so make it like a make make it into a game that's beneficial and safe instead of having drunk people on the bar, you know, trying to be masculine, fighting. So yeah. Yeah, I guess I guess I'm gonna wrap it up. It's pretty late. So Thomas is still not answering, so that's okay. Have a good night. If it's night time in your area. And uh, yeah, for people listening back, if you're listening you know, in a, a peace hand, have a good uh, conditions and just have a lot of good things. Uh, good things on, on in your life currently, then yeah, there's uh, more gratitude, something to be thankful for. And hopefully you get to spend time with the community, get to play sport, get to do something fun. Not getting trapped into um, like a cycle of this work nine to five, just trying to survive. Yeah, I do hope that uh, we'll get to escape that cycle soon. Me personally, I think I'm gonna have to endure that. But I would try a job that I find fulfilling. And, you know, yeah, just enjoy that job. But I would like, I wouldn't want to work for too long, right? To, for like, to sick tea and something where I don't have much more energy. My goal is to retire probably when I was 35. I was thinking 40 before, but now with the, this uh, Tesla investment, this Tesla bot, man, if it works out, probably 35, you know, especially when I give out dividends in the years of like 2000, uh, you know, the early or the late 2020s, uh, the late 20s. If they have dividends, then I'll be currently 22 years old, so eight more years. Uh, yeah. It depends, right? Hopefully, everything goes smoothly according to plan and um, get to save up money. Get to save up money for kids. Yeah, it gets uh, expensive. But I would like, you know, when I have kids, and uh, that's, uh, I guess this can still be saved for another episode. How I would like to raise my kids. Yeah, I like to spend time. Inspired by Dave Lee on Parenting Channel. Dave Lee, um, such a awesome human being. Um, this channel in itself is 
this show that I have in myself is kind of inspired uh, by him. And I want to share my uh, stream of consciousness. And, you know, for friends and families and future generations to to visit, revisit, to visit and uh, maybe you know, learn something. It'd be interesting, be meaningful. So yeah, that's that, that's it for uh, Michael's daily daily life reflection for today. More to come, more s- s- stream of consciousness to come. Good night.